Hi, and welcome to the Local Church Podcast. I'm Jake Chambers, and I get to be the host of this podcast. And we are a church plant, a little church community, learning to be with Jesus together in Gate Harbor in Port Orchard, Washington. We're not experts, but learners, learning not just about Jesus, but how to be with Jesus, to be still, to be present, to be local, to be with Jesus in this moment, enjoying him together. So whether you've been following Jesus for decades or are just now starting to explore him, you can come, learn with us, learn to be with Jesus together with us. May you be blessed by this podcast and may more and more of heaven be breaking into your life into Gig Harbor, into Port Orchard, so that it might be on earth as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. I have stored up your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. I have stored up your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. That's Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119 is an absolutely uh, remarkable psalm. It's the longest chapter in the Bible. Uh, It is a stunning poem and really a love poem all about God's Word. And so the psalmist does 22 stanzas. Each stanza has eight verses. Each one of the verses starts with uh, a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So the Hebrew alphabet has 22 letters, so that's the 22 stanzas. And then each stanza, each verse of the eight verses actually will start with that first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So it's um, incredibly well thought out, um, a remarkably long chapter and poetic chapter Uh, so it is this form of an acrostic and it's a love poem and it's all about the psalmist's love of the word of God he is obsessed with the word of God passionate for the word of God the psalmist is absolutely zealous for the word of God Um, and His passion and zeal overflows in this poem all about God's word. Um, So today we're just going to walk through the second stanza, which is Psalm 119, 9 through 16, uh, and just meditate on some of it, reflect on some of it, um, walk through it together. And we'll be spending the next handful of weeks um, just going through this. We won't go through every single verse in Psalm 119 on this. Uh, psalm cast we'll call it see what i did there we won't go through every verse but we're just going to touch on a few different things and and reflect on them so psalm 119 verse 9 how can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word Uh, we live in a, a time and a place where impurity is attacking us from all angles and especially for young men Uh, if you are a man or a young man listening to this uh, there is so many ways to be kind of attacked or tempted by lust with tv and advertisement and uh, 
films that just uh, glorify sex, pornography addictions, um, Instagram accounts with scantily clad influencers. Uh, It's hard to keep your way pure, even if you want to. And this verse asks, how can a young man keep his way pure? Um, It says, by guarding it according to your word. Being men that are shaped by God's word and not shaped by the culture, whose thoughts are shaped by the truth and beauty of God's word and not being shaped by the constant images in our world. Um, That's how he answers this. How does a man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Uh, We, if we're honest, uh, none of us men or women have kept our way pure. Um, we lust, we fall into sin, we fall into temptation, we fall into junk, we have um, secrets in the dark. But this reminds us of Jesus. Jesus who grew up as a young man and kept his way pure. A man who perfectly guarded his way with God's word. A man who fought temptation with God's word. Who never objectified or dehumanized another person. Uh, and so... We look to Jesus, and Jesus makes us pure. Um, And Jesus took the death for our impurity, for our lack of guarding ourselves on the cross. He did that for us, and that encourages us and cleanses us and helps us move forward guarding our life with Jesus' life. Verse 10, With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Uh, There's so much throughout Scripture about seeking God. Um, Knock, ask, and seek. Seek the Lord and you will find. Seek His presence. Um, From Old Testament to New Testament, part one of the Bible to the end of the Bible, this idea of seeking after, longing after, desiring God. uh, That there is this holy creator being and He can be found as we seek Him. So he says, with my whole heart I seek you, let me not wander from your commandments. One of the ways we seek God is to walk in his ways. One of the ways we seek God is not to wander from his commands, um, but to live in his commands, to hear his voice and hear his guidance. Oftentimes we want to just seek him for uh, to be like a genie, um, but he's not. That's, that's not what it's for. It's not, we're not seeking him to grant us our three wishes. Uh, we're seeking him... Uh, to know how to be human, uh, to know how to fully live, to know how to be in relationships that honor one another, um, to know how to bring heaven to earth. We want to seek his commands and seek his presence. Verse 11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. His word in our hearts. Um, I love this verse. I love this verse and this idea of his word being in our heart. Um, It's a great example. The psalmist is showing us this example of storing up God's word in our heart, meditating on it, memorizing it, knowing it. And his motivation is so that I might not sin against you. He's not trying to store up the word so he can show off, so he can be the the guy that knows the most Bible stuff. It's, it's not a knowledge puffs up um, situation here. He's storing up God's word so he might not sin against him. 
He's saying, I want to fight sin with your truth. I want to fight sin with your word. It reminds me of Jesus was tempted in the desert. And uh, Satan tried to tempt him to turn a stone into bread. And, and Jesus, he fought the temptation with God's words. Man cannot live on bread alone. Uh, he fights temptation with God's word. So we want to be a people that store up God's word in our heart so that we might not sin against God, but would walk with him. Verse 12, Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. He blesses the Lord. He's praising the Lord. And he calls upon him. This is a prayer. Teach me. Teach me. We come to God's word saying, Jesus, teach us your ways. Teach us how to live how you live. Teach us how to love how you love. Teach us how to serve how you serve. Teach us how to forgive like you forgave. Teach us your statutes, God. Oh, that the church would bless the Lord and pray for him to teach us his ways. Verse 13, with my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. Uh, This one is convicting because you think of, um, I just think of all the things all the negative ways my lips can be used, sarcasm, um, gossip, putting people down, uh, yelling at my kids, just, just all these ways that my lips can be used for evil or to discourage others. And this psalmist says, with my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. He's saying his lips are used to speak God's word to others, to speak truth in love to others, to build others up with God's ways. Man, that, that that would be what we would use our words for. And again, this points us to God, who God's lips speak light into darkness. I mean, the world was created by God speaking, His lips speaking life. Um, he speaks life out of death. Uh, he speaks light into darkness. He takes nothing, ex nihilo, out of nothing and creates beauty, life, and relationship, and community. And so what does it look like? What does it look like for our words to bring life to others? Our words to bring encouraging light into darkness. Our words to make things whole and form beauty. Um, That's what I want to use my lips for, to to declare what God would have us to declare. 14, in the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. He's saying walking in God's ways brings him delight, joy, joy. Uh, this, This isn't a chore. I think sometimes in the American church we can think of Christianity as just this religious chore. Um, I'll do it because I'm supposed to, but I'm going to go my feet dragging the whole way. Uh, But it's not like that. It's it's not telling the kid to clean up their room and I'm just whiningly, complainingly doing it. It is life and life abundant. John 10.10, Jesus says, I have come to give life and life abundant. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so when we walk in his ways, he says, in the way of your testimonies, man, in his way, in the Jesus way, I delight. And he says, as much in, as in all riches, um, that better than riches, better than winning the lottery, better than a promotion, 
is to walk in the ways of Jesus. They bring joy to yourself and to others. Verse 15, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Uh, Meditation will come up often in Psalm 119. And for the Christian, Christianity is an an ancient... uh, It's an ancient belief system with rooted in meditation. Meditation is a huge part of it. Uh, Often we think of uh, the other Eastern religions, Buddhism, Islam, um, Hinduism. We think of them as maybe the meditating religions. Uh, But Christianity is a deeply meditative religion, um, practice, way of life. But we're not meditating on nothing. Our goal isn't to empty ourselves into nothingness. Um, Our goal is to empty ourselves and fill ourselves with the truth of God. Uh, So he says, I meditate on your precepts and I fix my eyes on your ways. The psalmist wants to store up God's word in his heart by meditating on the ways of God, the promises of God, the person that Jesus is, who he is and what he's done. The glorious gospel. He wants to meditate on this. So take time out of your day and and don't just read scripture, but but man, once it speaks to you, circle a verse, stay on it, meditate on it, read it over and over, fix your eyes on it, journal it, pray through it, chew on it. We don't meditate on nothing. We meditate on Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Finally, the last verse of this stanza, stanza 2 in Psalm 119, verse 16, I will delight in your statutes, I will not forget your word. Again, God's ways, God's word, God's truth brings this psalmist delight. And I believe that it can bring us delight too. As we get to know God's word, we get to know the story of God, the true story of God, his rescue, his redemption, his forgiveness, his love, the hope that he brings. As we get to know this, as we have our life shaped by his loving and patient and kind ways and become more like Jesus and learn to be with Jesus, uh, we too can delight in his statutes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Local Church Podcast. We are a church in Gig Harbor in Port Orchard that is learning to be with Jesus together. If you'd like to know more, you could find us on Instagram at localchurchgh or online at localchurchgh.com. Feel free to reach out to us and we can get you directions to a gathering. We meet every Sunday at 1030 a.m. and you are invited. We'd love to see you there. With that, let me leave you with this blessing. May the love of God the Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you.